Hello there. My name's Stephen Green, and I'd like to welcome you to my podcast, English with Stephen. In these podcasts, I tell stories, talk about learning strategies, and explore the reasons why English is the way it is, all in under ten minutes. And today, I have a story for you about the origins of two of the most famous brand names in the world. The brands are Adidas and Puma, two of the biggest sports names around. And seriously, it is just an amazing story. When I first heard it, I couldn't believe it was true. But I've done my research, and I'm here to tell you all about how Adidas and Puma got their names. And along the way. We will also practice words and phrases associated with sports and sports clothing. All that coming up after this short break. This is the English with Stephen podcast. All of the episodes in this podcast are designed to help you learn English as quickly and effectively as possible. The episodes are short, so that you can focus all of your energies on them. They also come with a transcript to help you understand and learn new vocabulary. You can find the transcripts as well as links to my social media and all the previous podcast episodes at EnglishWithStephen.com. Are you into music? Would you like to know more about independent music around the world? Would you like to find out about this music while practicing your English? Well. I've got just the thing for you. Take a listen to this. Hey, this is John from the Song Surfing Podcast on the Live from the Lincoln Lodge Podcast Network. On each episode of Song Surfing, I play a curated set of songs by independent artists from around the world. It's an eclectic selection by a diverse group of artists, and a bunch of different genres are covered. To give you an idea of what it's like, past episodes have featured Nigerian hip hop, folk music from the Netherlands, indie rock from Ohio, Swedish environmentalist hardcore punk, and Americana out of Nashville. So, if you like exploring new music, come song surfing with me. Song surfing is available on all podcast apps as well as Spotify and Amazon. Before we start today, I have to apologize. There are a few German words in this episode, and I know I am going to mispronounce them. I'm very sorry to any German speakers for what I am about to do to your language. In the UK, they are called trainers. In the USA, they are sneakers. Sometimes people call them pumps, kicks, runners, or tennis shoes. Whatever they are called, they are everywhere. As I record this, I'm wearing a pair of Adidas trainers, and I remember being about ten years old and saving my money for my first pair of trainers. They were also Adidas, a pair of Adidas Kick, which were black with the iconic three white stripes. It is amazing that trainers or sneakers are everywhere, considering the fact that just over a hundred years ago they didn't even exist. Christoph Dassler. Lived in a small town called Hesegonorak in Germany at the end of the 1800s. There was nothing particularly special about Christoph. He was married to Pauline, had four children, and worked as a shoemaker. Two of his sons, Adolf Dassler and Rudolf Dassler, followed him into the shoemaking business. 
They started out by making soft, comfortable shoes, like slippers, that could be worn in the house. At the same time, there was a growing interest in sport in the wider German and European cultures. The first modern Olympics took place in 1896 and, although still small, the games were growing and attracting interest from all over the world. There were also sports clubs popping up all over the place. One of the most popular sports was running. This kind of makes sense because you don't really need any special equipment to go running and it's a very natural thing to do. However, if you take running seriously, then the one piece of equipment you do need is a pair of running shoes. The two brothers, Adolf and Rudolf Dassler, spotted this opportunity and started to make soft, light running shoes and sold them to runners. The name of the company and the shoes was Gebruder Dassler OHG. Not exactly memorable, I think you will agree. They also realised that being associated with successful athletes would give them a marketing boost and so encouraged Olympic athletes to wear their shoes. Perhaps their most famous athlete was Jesse Owens, the black American sprinter who won four gold medals in front of Adolf Hitler at the Berlin Olympics. World War II was not good for the two brothers. Rudolf was sent off to serve in Poland and in his absence he started to believe that his brother Adolf was trying to take over the business. After the war the two brothers grew to hate each other and so the company they had founded was closed. However both brothers wanted to continue making running shoes. They could see the possibilities for the market and so they both opened up their own companies. Adolf Hassler decided to use his nickname, Adi, and shorten his second name to Das. And so Adidas, or Adidas, was born. Some people, especially in the USA, say Adidas, but I like the original Adidas. The three stripes that everyone associates with the Adidas brand were not an accident. The problem was that the shoes were so light that they had very little structure and could easily fall apart. Having three stripes of vertical leather on the trainer helped to provide a structure as well as making it distinctive. Adolf's brother, Rudolf, decided that he would also use his name in his new sports shoe company and came up with Ruda, using Ru from Rudolf and Da from Dassler. He realised very quickly that this name didn't work and so eventually changed it from Ruda to Puma. The split between the two brothers was total. They refused to talk to each other ever again and even prohibited their children from even mentioning the names of their uncles or their uncle's companies in their presence. But it wasn't just a family argument. The Adidas company continued to operate in the original factory from when the two brothers worked together. But Rudolf opened his own factory in the same town of Herxogonorak. Running through the town is a river with one factory on either side. The people of the town either worked for Puma or they worked for Adidas. There were Puma bars where only people wearing Puma clothing could enter and Adidas bars where only Adidas clothes were allowed. 
I even heard a story about a man who delivered flowers. He had two sets of trainers in his car. If he was delivering on one side of the river, he would wear his Adidas trainers. But as he crossed to the other side, he would stop and put on his Puma trainers. These days, the town, and indeed the families, no longer continue with this feud, even though the two companies are still based in the same town. Puma is the third largest sportswear manufacturer in the world. And the second is, well, Adidas. Not bad for a small town in Germany or for a family of shoemakers. The biggest sportswear manufacturer is, of course, Nike. Or, as some people say, Nike. Now, I am not a big fan of Nike, but I do like the name and their logo. Nike was the Greek goddess of victory and the logo is supposed to be one of Nike's wings. As I said, I much prefer the style of both Adidas and Puma over Nike, but I love the symbolism of Nike. What about you? Do you have a preference for sportswear manufacturers? Let me know on my site, englishwithstephen.com, or on my social media. You can find links to my Facebook and Instagram pages on my site, or just search for English with Stephen. Thanks for listening, and I hope to speak to you again soon. English with Stephen is written, recorded and edited by me, Stephen Green. The music you hear at the beginning and end was written and recorded by my friend and former student, Beppi. English with Stephen is recorded in Curitiba, in the south of Brazil. Remember, you can find past episodes, transcripts, social media links and much, much more on my site, englishwithstephen.com. Thanks for listening and good luck with your studies.